have to play chess on my phone because no one at home's smart enough to play me. <laughs> I'll, 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 words with friends is me. I'll put up my hand and say, at least one person in this room isn't smart enough to play with you here yeah. either. I mean, if it's checkers, I will kick your ass. But <laughs> chess, nah, no What chance. about the Star Trek chess? Whatever that's called. What's that called? Oh, the three-dimensional chess. He still doesn't oh. know which way the no, pieces I've, go. That's I've, played, I've played Star Trek <laughs> checkers, though. That's pretty good. It's Federation oh, okay. versus Romulans. Kick their ass every time. I mean, Board is, games. Is, is oh. that a Star Trek reference? Do you... Uh... To you, yeah, box of shame. I mean, fair to say, I won't but be saying much. We haven't in this had episode. one for a while. We haven't pulled out a box of box shame for a while. Of shame. Well, it's because I told you, like, I, did, I didn't expect. I only had a few episodes where I needed it. I just didn't expect everyone to just like put so much stuff in there. Yeah, but the fans are missing out. <laughs> As are we. Only because there's nothing really else to talk about in this episode. I'll do one later. I'll do one later. I'll do one later. Get into Gates, uh, episode 84. We're talking Stargate SG1 and a real highlight. Oh, I was going to say highlight. That would be a oh, I didn't mean nice. that. That's stupid. Well, a low light. Rewind, cut again. <laughs> We're talking, yeah, okay, low light, highlight, whatever. We're talking the light, uh, unfortunately, depending on which uh, unfortunately. depending on which hat you're wearing. My name is Mitch. Joining me, the full Get Into Gate team, we got Matty. Thank you for being here, because last week you said you were going to take the week off. We did drag your ass yeah. in here. <laughs> uh, I didn't know we were doing sound effects. <laughs> okay, Brendan. Hi. Oh, I was hoping you might just like... You know, oh, mouth that's, one? That's, do that's the sound effect mouth. of a douchebag. Mouth one. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all what I was expecting. It was probably, it was probably odds on favourite, but it wasn't what I was expecting. Uh, Reese, what's jokes. doing? Oh, g'day, guys. All right, let's start. Let's... let's Jesus. Thanks, thanks. There's my fans I brought in this week. Soundboard just going crazy. Just dropped something. My oh, guts. Bit of Calibon still, yeah. He's the soundboard for Brendan. Oh, wow. Oh. Was that like eight minutes? <laughs> I mean, how long does the comeback have to be? <laughs> well, if, how if long have we got? If I wanted a comeback, I'd wipe it off your chin. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to 2004, where that was a fresh joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's check out what this episode's Jimmy about Carr. and see exactly yeah. why Maddie wasn't going to be here initially and then uh, see whether Reese thought differently. The light. SG-1 travels to a planet to investigate a machine that induces narcotic pleasure. Mm. But when they try to leave the planet, they are overcome with debilitating withdrawal symptoms, forcing them to stay. Can they free themselves from this addiction before it consumes them completely? Well, that's absolute bullshit right there. I look, a little bit. There was yeah. no withdrawal. Well, they did Yeah, they did refer to it towards the end. Was. Didn't they all die from the withdrawal process? Well, well here's what I can get is no. Lieutenant Barber and Daniel yeah. Jackson, if they were both suffering from withdrawal... Wouldn't they want to go back there? But literally, mm. the Stargate was opening for Lieutenant Barber to go back to the planet. No, it was he... opening to come. SG One were coming home. No, no, Car- they were Carter going, and... going back. Carter out. was shaping up. Remember to... Carter? Remember because there was the bet they put the bet on that Carter was going to go there or whatever. So Carter went oh, there. Okay. Oh yeah, that's confusing because the next scene, Jackson's walking down the ramp. That's why I thought. 
Yeah, no, that's obviously mm. the cut where yeah, they've okay. contacted him and said, hey, something's happened, you've got to come back, blah, right. blah. So it's like Lieutenant Barber was literally seconds away from being back to this thing that he's, according mm. to that synopsis, craving and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, but he doesn't know that that's what he's craving. Yeah, I, I don't think, I think at and the end when, when O'Neill said to Carter, you've got withdrawals, she says, well, I've got withdrawals. And he's like, yeah, and so do I. I think it was O'Neill, and that's what I love about O'Neill. Mm. Like, he was a little bit more aware of what was going on. Like, he's got mm. enough sense that if he's being corrupted like he is in this... He's mm. got enough sense to sort of. It's like he's yeah. he can pull himself back a little bit and because he real. was on the Junkin case eh? <laughs> back in the day, <laughs> he's seen it all before. <laughs> so I think maybe maybe they yeah they were having withdrawals, but they weren't aware of it. They just knew that they had to. You know, I mean, well, if in the case of Barber, one and done Barber, that uh, they yeah. just he just knew he had to. Mm. Jump into that course. That was the best. But then, oh, but then Daniel was the same. It's like Daniel was all antsy to go back. He had to go back to the planet. He had to go back to the planet. He had to go Not back. Not initially. Yeah. Like he was, no, he no, was hanging the, off no, the balcony the first. No, no, no. Before that, oh, before that, before that remember? Because yeah. he was like, remember, he, he he was up with Hammond. And he's like, we've got to go back. We've got to go back. And it's like, let's go back there. I was like, no, you can go. Yeah, but you I can go back tomorrow. I think for me, it was it was it was still too recent. Whereas for Barbara, I feel like had he been off base longer than what forty eight hours, I think. Yeah. Whereas Daniel had only just gotten back. But that's what I'm saying. Is so there's that addiction. Like he he has to go back. No, 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 but he didn't know that he needed to go back to get his fix. He wanted to go back because of the remote control wouldn't work in on base. So he's like, it must only work well we're he there. Had, so I need to go of, there. Yeah. So it, it wasn't yeah, because he he's, needs... He's, he's got to go back. So there's that addiction. He wants to go back there. So, no, no. He so, wants to go back to get the remote to work. He's just frustrated and angry and he doesn't... Like, he doesn't know that he's got an addiction. He's just frustrated and angry and people are like, what the fuck's going on? Right, he wants to go back then, because the remote didn't work. He then, wanted the remote to work because he's... Fixated on it, right? And then two hours later, he's ready to commit suicide over it. Like, not even over that. He's like, nothing matters. It doesn't matter. I'm, and he's standing over the balcony. Yeah, like, to me, withdrawal. that was like a focus point. Like, then, <laughs> like but the that, remote but is my focus point. Yeah. Mate, I'm talking from experience here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but, but that's my <laughs> point. An okay. alcoholic for so many years. So if he's going through withdrawal, so the entire first day he wanted to go back, even if it's just to get this device to work. Mm. He wants to go back. He wants to go back. He wants to go back. Mm. Then they're like, no, no, wait till tomorrow. No, let's go now. No, wait till tomorrow. We get to tomorrow, he could have been, like, when he's, sta- the reason he's standing on the balcony, like, Jack has to go and find him, mm. because he's late. They should have already been off world. Mm. Daniel could have already been on the planet, fulfilling that need he had to go back there to get that device to work. But instead, he's on the balcony, ready to commit suicide. Yeah, mm. because he's like, going I don't... through the withdrawal. Mood swings, mate. It's like, when you, it's like, it's let's go to the pub, let's go to the pub. Nah, tomorrow, and you're like, f*** it, what's the point? Yeah, yeah. like, when you wake up at 8am and the pub's not open, and you're like, <laughs> What the f***? This is f***ing bullshit. But, but my point is, is he could have been on the planet. He could have actually been on the planet. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but he didn't know that that's what he was addicted to either. No, I, th- I think I understand what you guys, the, you, 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 Brendan Reese is just suggesting, and it, hadn't, it only dawned on me now that you've said it, is that, yeah, his, his, his withdrawal stage had gotten to a different level where mm. it wasn't that drive anymore. It was just depression. Yeah. But look, like, I, I yeah, guess he was addicted and he, he was on a high and now he's going through withdrawal, which is causing the depression. The All we can say is thanks, James Phillips, because we shouldn't even be having no, these no, arguments. We, we should know exactly <laughs> what the answer is. He's the writer of this episode and it's good we're going to see him come back. For- oh, sorry. No, but yeah, he's, kind of, he's done now. This is his one and done episode. Oh, he's later, basically Barber. What I love about the way that this episode started. <laughs> Chuck him in the cool Is it like yeah. it opens with Barber, right? You look at this guy, you're like, who's this guy? And then they're like, hey, Barber. And they're like, hey, yeah. we're mates. We've known each other for ages. And then he goes to run to the caution. And O'Neill's like, Barber. Then Jackson comes back. He's like, dude, Barber's dead. And I'm like, who the f 
fuck is yeah. Barber? Yeah. You know, and why do I care? You know why Jack was so upset when he's like, Barber? It's because he had his hundred bucks in his pocket. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Barber's dead. I swear I gave him the hundred. I did. Yeah. <laughs> At least Barber was considerate enough, though, to sort of do the leap so that his feet were taken up in the course as well. Yeah, so there was no clean, clean up. up. Yeah. Yeah. There was no clean up. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, that's considered. Jackson was just going to jump off the balcony. Like, that's a hectic clean oh, up. Oh, he could have wrecked someone's car. You, you know. Yeah. You could... <laughs> selfish. Just <laughs> selfish. <laughs> It was yeah. <laughs> sorry, just the idea that he was upset because of that hundred bucks. Like, <laughs> like Bob is saying, we're gonna you. Yeah, hundred bucks was in his pocket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that, that great one that like off, like completely off topic of Stargate, but in the first Thor movie, when like Shield come in and take all of Natalie Portman's like expensive equipment, and then you've got um, Line, what's her name, the comedic relief oh, from two, Kat two, Kat Dennings from Two <gasps> Broke Girls, and she's like, you still got my equipment? She goes, yeah. My iPod was part of that. And she's like, yeah, all these equipment. Like, I'm, I'm about to discover, like, how to travel across the galaxy in wormholes. Maybe it's not that off topic with Stargate. She's like, all this expensive equipment. I'm going to have to rebuild it. Just downloaded, like, 30 new songs on that thing. It's like, <laughs> it's not the point. But I, now I believe oh, that. Now. Jack's Actually, like, after all that money it. I had, I just yeah. finished paying back all that money I owed to Hammond from 1969 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. with all that interest. And now I'm at another hundred bucks. Guess, Jesus. He could have bought booze with that. Goes to Barber's funeral. And he goes up to his parents. Oh, I'm sorry for your loss. Um, he had a hundred bucks of mine yeah. in his wallet. I'm just wondering if uh, here's a tax invoice. Just take yeah. care of yeah. that whenever you get a chance. When he can, like, I, there's no rush. Yeah. By the end of the week, I'll just leave. Obviously, I'll just leave it on the empty coffin instead of flowers. Yeah. Oh, there's bill. nothing in the coffin. Like, because he's such high high profile and you know, like, um, top secret stuff. The Air Force have to go to his apartment and search through all these things. And O'Neill's like, Yeah, I'll volunteer for that. Yeah. I'll volunteer for that, sir. Picking the change out Get of his, his loose top drawer. <laughs> <laughs> well, Reese, um, we've sort of, I guess, summed up our thoughts, but you, like, hardline question, the light. Maddie uh, was obviously talking it up last week as being one of the, the low points of season four. Possibly, one of the very few possibly low points. Possibly the low point yeah. of the season. What did, uh, what did you think? Were you as negative on it as what we are? Um, yeah, look, I didn't hate the episode. I don't, I don't think there's too much substance to it. Um, we've seen the addiction thing before with Jackson with the sarcophagus, but um, yeah, I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't mind it with that um, that young kid, um, Lauren, Lauren, uh, and the massive lava lamp. I, I thought that was a, <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty that was a pretty cool little um, storyline and yeah. uh, how how fucked up he was with his parents killing themselves and that sort of shit, but. Yeah. Yeah, there's a little little bit of mystery behind it. But yeah, there wasn't too much that, that really happened. Got addicted to something and then found out a way mm. to get unaddicted. It's like and... the episode's the light and it's all about the light and the light's so addictive. And at the end, oh, it's not the light. It's totally not the light. The light's just yeah. basically a, a, a lava lamp. It's yeah. just something yeah. to stare at while you're getting stoned. Yeah. <laughs> but I did, yeah. yeah, like there's not much substance to the episode. But Lots every time filler. when you rewatch SG1, you're like, oh, I've seen this episode. But then you have these little gems like what the characters actually are saying or interaction mm. with each other. And I just enjoyed that, how they walk into the room and Jack's the only one that's going, oh, what, what's going on here? Mm. And Tilky's just zoned in. Yeah. You would think if anyone was going to be yeah. able to Not break affected, it. Yeah. Could you ever believe something so simple could be so beautiful? Yeah. With this big <laughs> smile on his face. Yeah, yeah. He's smile. I feel like you've never said that ever before. <laughs> and if, even when Jack comes back and they're like, all right, just stare at the center of the console. And he's like, I just... Uh, Whoa, this is dangerous. Stare, stare yeah. through the light that's happening yeah. to the thing producing the light. Yeah, that's a great idea, guys. <laughs> and then Carter going, Oh, I think like it's around the back here somewhere. We should be okay if we just look over this way. And I'm like, 
doubt it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a 360 kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, but I, they, I like I like the fact that they've lost time as well. Like, oh, oh we're yeah, only there was, for a couple of minutes. That was oh, it's cool. been an hour. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, I I just I couldn't find much like much redeemable aspects about about this episode. I was mm. just like everywhere I looked, I'm just like, well, that's not right. That's not right. Even the casting, like that that guy was was okay yeah but the whole premise is it's like he was supposed to be an adolescent yeah like 15 or something yeah he was yeah. he's written as a 15 year old so it's like well because the card has that line about oh if he's not if he's not a fully grown mm. he could be immune to it he was a 23 year old actor yeah. like at no point did he How pass for an adolescent shit now you at least 30 <laughs> yeah. at least 30 they would have auditioned him with that crying scene, I reckon, and he, yeah. he nailed that. So they would have been like, "Yeah, you got yeah. it. You look yeah. young enough." But yeah. it's like you know, we've had some pretty good child actors. Like we had little um, Merrin from um, Learning Curve. Yeah, you yeah. know, Cassandra, Chifu, Cassandra, the new Cassandra, the well, yeah, Chifu, Charlie Two Point mm, yeah. even the secondary kid from um, Learning Curve, the little redheaded kid. Mm. You know. Oh, yeah. Who was like one of the producers' kids or something like that? Where so is, it's like we've had good like you know ten, twelve, fifteen age bracket kids on the show, yeah. but they've they've wheeled in this twenty three year old, and it's like well the whole point of him being immune to it is that he's an adolescent, and it's mm. like well no he's not much he's not much younger than Daniel Jackson, so yeah. it's like well what's yeah. going on guys? Now you're just mm. a self educated twenty year old bloke who. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Well, that's like I, a twelve. I think that maybe he's just been alone for that long. And yeah, maybe he is 20, but still sees himself as a kid. And he's not affected by it just because he was never allowed in that room. So he's never gone in that room. Mm. But, but still then he sees went in himself the room. as a kid. But then he went in the room and he wasn't affected by it. Like, remember, he goes into the room and he turns the light machine off. Yeah. Remember? Oh, he runs in. Yeah. Oh, that annoyed me. I wanted someone to shoot him. He was like, yeah, boys. Oh, yeah. O'Neill yeah. just had to just annihilate him. <laughs> Just break him down to his bare elements. Yeah. Good on him. He knew it was hiding something. I mean, he's he's a young kid. Got an entire planet to on his own. So it would, yeah. have, been, would have been a bit like um, a Star Lord ship. It's like yeah. he probably didn't want to turn that light off because he's worried that you'd get a bit like a Jackson Pollock painting, just yeah. all over that, <laughs> all over that castle. Well, oh, yeah. mate, he was hoping for his parents to come back yeah. and do it. Yeah, you think he'd be more interested in like Carter or Daniel, depending what what he was into. But yeah. it's like you know, oh, Teal as well. I mean, don't really. Well, I mean, not really get O'Neill either. But I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, Tilk every day. Yeah, he not looks past Tilk. <laughs> All of them at once. Depends if, he, if he's into Jaffa or not. Who knows? That's true. Um, Who isn't? But yeah, like you think he'd just be like, all right, let's... Oh, hello. I'm a, I'm a horny adolescent child. Mm. Yeah. And now there's these, these people here. Hump your legs. No confidence. He'd be in his little room whacking it. Mm. Oh, God, yeah. That's where he was. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Well, Daniel was there last time. <laughs> and well, then people walk in was, at least he's considered enough to wear clothes, unlike old um, old mate in Tantalus. Littlefield. Yeah. Oi, so, don't you think, though, that Lauren is like the shittest gravedigger? <laughs> Absolutely. We just so a shallow. little bit of sand over like, top of yeah. So weak. It's like, well, that's what you get for naming me so Lauren. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> Lauren Michaels? Uh, she's going to bury him. Bury him properly. Yeah. Jeez. yeah. That, that was the. Yeah. He's a millennial. He's just like, eh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Did a minimum yeah. amount of work. So that was the guy. I actually I, I thought that his sort of. His story with his parents ended with him watching them like go further and further out into the water. Mm. And that, that was the last he saw of them. And basically, he's just pissed off back to the base and they've almost yeah. washed up. But mm. yeah, like it just. Like, that would have made more sense than yeah. him telling the story of, oh, and then the next day they washed up on shore and then I had to bury them. Mm. It's like really, yeah. It's, yeah. it's just annoying these sort of storylines where it, the fix is right there. It's just someone just not filling you in on the whole story. Yeah. Like you've got this 
untrustworthy narrator or untrustworthy host like he was. Like he's there, he's like, I could switch this off and I could tell you about this other thing. But yeah. it's like, oh, were you just lonely? Well, no, it wasn't really that. Mm. Um, I, I think toy, it was. I had my toy yeah. gun. Yeah, I had yeah. my toy gun. And I was about your parents. Now they're coming back. It's like, well, you know they're they're dead. Do you mm. need us to help you through the psychological trauma of loss? No, not really. I'm like, what was the point of you not telling them anything? What was the reason for any of this shit? Yeah. Like, yeah, I like I like a lot of this episode, little elements here and there and the idea of, like, the dangers. Again, this is a, a massive danger. You go into another planet, like, they're looking at a light and yeah. that's making them addicted. They're addicted mm. to a light mm. show. Oh, SG-5 died. Yeah, SG-5 all mm. come back. All of them. And I know you you joked about it last week, Brennan. They're all Mark Wahlberg, the happening. Like, it's yeah. like, hey, guys, there was this light there. Wow, it's really incredible. Should we all go have a look? Yeah, okay. It's great. Okay. Yeah, it's great. Okay. It's amazing. Just I am- a light. It'll make you want to kill yourself, but you, you won't even care. I am like, very disappointed that they, they said SG-5 instead of 11. Oh, yeah. 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 A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Although, SG-11, would we have cared? We were like, whatever, man. You'll have a new team next week. We'd just week. be like, classic SG-11. Yeah. yeah. But dead. This, this is Again. just another chalk on the on the Daniel's dead. Remember he flatlines as they take yeah, him through the right. gate? Like, oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Drop that Add down. Add that to the tally. And Fraser, there's no time to resuscitate. Get in there. I'm like, well, you're still, you're still traveling. Like, maybe hop on top of him while they yeah. wheel in the thing and have a crack. Yeah. But then when Take they, di- they the dial the, yeah, they dial the planet and they send him through and they shut the gate off. I'm like, wouldn't you like wait for the radio to go? Is he okay? <laughs> yeah. Because like, yeah. For, they you know they turn the gate back on. They're all addicted. They're going to jump into the kawush or something. They, yeah. Yeah. they back on Earth don't necessarily know what's going on. They just yeah. know that that definitely happened from someone who was affected. Also, they stop. They stop the bloody wheeling the bed in at the bottom of the ramp, and then take the time to take all the equipment off. And he'll picks him up, just wheel him up the ramp and yeah. chuck him in like <laughs> stairs, bro. <laughs> get a, they need a. They need a proper ramp. Yeah, we'll just dig the stargate into the floor like we. Yeah, said like a few weeks ago. Every yeah. other planet does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we did uh, with uh, with Lieutenant Barber appearing though. We did finally get to come full circle on one of our very first um, across the universes. Oh, yes. Hey, um, did you guys want to know what's been happening across the universe? Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> in the back end of season four, in an episode called "The Light." Yeah. We meet an SG member called Lieutenant Barber. Oh, the good old wave diver. What are you doing about? <laughs> well, his backstory is that in June of 1999, when this episode aired, he was finishing a tour of Operation Allied Force in Kosovo. Kosovo. He'd finished that tour, and his performance in that as like a gunner and all that sort of stuff is actually what piqued the interest of General Hammond, who then recruited him into the SGC. Whoops. And that's what's been happening. Across the universe. <laughs> what episode was that from? I'm just trying to look it up. I thought I wrote it down, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Oh, it doesn't matter, but wow. Okay, so like he's, yeah, okay, got this cool little backstory and then, yeah. That's, that, why, and, uh, that's why I love that so much because it's just, that segment, there's a lot of effort into it with not a lot of pay payout. <laughs> it works for me, obviously, because I know what it is. That's very cool, yeah. And then you guys are like, okay, cool. What's next? It, <laughs> but now yeah. you know, like, that's the joke. Now, just a little insight into the show. <laughs> he now. jumps into a vortex like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> idiot! Um, is that Maddie uh, gets the majority of the audio that we, uh, that we sample from the show, but generally none of us know what that audio is going to be. So it always gets me when I click... A piece of audio, and it's a piece of our own podcast. Yeah, back. Mm. Like, is this right? 
Yeah. Yeah. That's why who's, I kind of had talking to, over this? I kind of had to affect it so it sounded different to us talking live. Yeah. The last yeah. time we did it, it was just like we couldn't tell whether it was happening live or whether it was something. Oh, yeah. Even in the so. edit, that confused the hell out of me because then some of us are talking in the silent bits of the piece of audio, yeah. and it's like the most confusing conversation you've ever heard. Yeah, but, I can't uh, seem to find what very cool. I actually pulled that from, but it was like season two or, or early season three. And this is the this is the first time that we've gotten to a the the, the payoff of the across the universe, right? Like where you've yeah. said, "Hey, yeah. this is what's happening. We'll find out later." Yeah, the other ones that I've mentioned are like Ronan, which doesn't happen till Atlantis. Yeah. Joe Spencer doesn't happen until season eight. Vala doesn't happen until season seven or eight slash yeah. nine. Yeah, seven. So, yeah, uh, this is the first one we've been able to um, come full circle. Which, nice. Which, again, is a reference that'll be great in about a season. <laughs> so It's funny, as soon as you said full circle, I'm like, oh. Oh. Mm, yeah. Shh. <laughs> 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 and that's let's, what's happening. <laughs> let's talk about something Reese will be able to um, contribute to. Tilk's birthday coming up. Oh, yeah. 48 days. 47, 40, thanks, mm. mate. Well, yeah, tomorrow it will be. <laughs> <laughs> but when this goes to like, air. Yeah, so yesterday <laughs> when I watched the episode. But then at the end of the episode, they said they had to spend three weeks on that planet to come down from the addiction. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's, it's Well, Tilk close. didn't have to. No, but I mean, obviously, the next episode isn't like a week later. It's going to oh, be yeah. at least like a month later. True. Mm. So we're getting like his birthday would have to be sort of before the end of the season, I reckon. Yeah. When, which, um, like, which kind of, what was it in the pilot? You know how we played that audio back in, I think it must have, it was in season two, but it was back from season one mm. when they filmed the pilot. Did Chris Judge say that Tilk was 98 or 99 in season one? Oh God, I don't remember. Because it... For, to me, I'm going, well, that's four years, and I'm pretty sure he said, well, maybe he did say 97. But maybe just... maybe he's counting in, in true luck years. True luck like, years, yeah. Years. Good call. Because yeah. Abydos years are what? 18 months or something well, like that's that? Well, yeah. that's what I'm thinking. Are they... Surely um, they can't be the same... It turns out Tilk is just years. 36. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was yeah. trying to think about this <laughs> episode. That's what I'm thinking. Like, is actually just like... in in Where, like, Mercury is for us. Yeah, so it's yeah. like their years are really, really quick. 66 days. Yeah, yeah. so when yeah. Bray Tack... <laughs> Is it? Sort of make sure confused. that's correct. What do I usually say? Now I'm really confused. Do I say Bray? Bray no, Braytech is his name. Bray Tech, just sometimes I say you just Bray say Bray Tech. That sounds so wrong. I feel like I don't do that, but I must. Otherwise, you accent, never could yeah, it's, yeah. it's just like it's like Ash when he says Ellen. It's just yeah. it's like we Ellen, say Ellen. data instead of data. It's that's that's because well, right. I say data. We well, no. Nah. Nah, see that's wrong. Yeah. Well, no, see that was a Star Trek reference, but we'll get we'll go past that. Yeah. <laughs> Box of <laughs> shame. <laughs> At least that's that's see, that's two. I'm pretty sure things like that can sneak by if I don't actually mention them. Yeah. Like I was know. thinking about. I, it, I assumed like, it's just because your dad's you're American. American. No, there's a character in Star Trek called Data. He's an android. Oh, you just two had, boxes you just of had shame. to go there again, anybody. You're doing a box of shame. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, You're doing oh, two of them. No intro. No, I'm not. Oh, box <laughs> of shame. <laughs> oh, hang on. Here's the real one. <laughs> box <laughs> of shame. Always on the ball, Mitch. Always on the ball. What are we, what are we doing right You're now? You're welcome. So what are we doing? <laughs> oh, this is perfect. This is great. Oh, we don't have the pan flute music because there is actually a thing that says, cue the pan flute. Remember last week how I said, do you want to get the pan flute audio because there's a there's a uh, Patreon thing where you need the pan flute? Oh, I won't need Box of Shame this week. And I didn't. I needed it this week. Correct. Nearly did. <laughs> uh, it's fine. <laughs> um, we'll do it in post. 
Yeah. yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Awareness of gratitude will allow you to savor and above all, appreciate your life with renewed grace. I didn't say read a fortune cookie. I said read the box hey, of shame. It's a box of shame from Melissa Alba. Yeah. Suck it, boys. I got away easy this week. Yeah, sometimes we win and sometimes you win. Well done, though. Lucky you're doing yeah. too. Oh, no. I feel like you like that now. Huh? I feel like you enjoy doing that. He absolutely does. What? The Rick. He knows all the quotes. Rick Sanchez. I've seen every episode. Like, me, I'm not going to bag something out unless I've actually seen it. That's well, I wouldn't just have thought the kind so. Of, that's just the kind of guy But what I if am. you watch one season of something that's terrible and you don't continue? Like Sea Patrol. <laughs> 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 because season two is when it gets really good because they get a better ship and they change actors. Yeah. They, they, they get rid of that Josh Lawson they guy. They have a tugboat. He's, he's, um, cho- he's choked his way through all of Star Trek, so <laughs> he's proved that correct, that theory. <laughs> Yep, so I can tell you the good shows and the bad shows when it comes to Star Trek. I... Yeah, Roseanne. Yeah, seasons one. Gossip Girl. One, I Great don't watch shows. Gossip Girl, for fuck's sake. If you're going to pay me out, pay me out correctly, it's Gilmore Girls. You can and understand it's a good show. our confusion. Yeah. Though, Mitch, yeah. don't interrupt him. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are we talking about again? The light. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, wow. yeah. What good an show. episode. Great. Do you want to hear show. about how much Great the actors themselves hated this episode as well? Yeah. yeah, wheel in the piano, boys. Jesus, Graham oh, again. Graham. Can we afford him? Sure. Around the fire, it's time for another reading with high pitch. I actually almost uh, wheeled him back in again last week. I could have, I could have got him twice last week. Come on, mate. Time's money. Oh, okay, Jesus. All right. Well, we okay. cut him short last week, so yeah, yeah. We, he owes. We've got to be owed a few seconds somewhere. Yeah, I mean, he'll still stop after ninety seconds. <laughs> but he pays day rates, yeah, no, mate. Yeah. He kicks um, us in the shins when we do shit like that, too. <laughs> this is a long one, too, so uh, just tunk it down. <clears throat> it's just hard because he's a little person. <laughs> Although many would agree that Michael Shanks was totally convincing as the mentally and psychologically disturbed archaeologist in this episode, Shanks himself takes a more pragmatic view. It was one of those things where when you do a character for a long time, particularly over four seasons, I had done so much with Daniel and played so many of these types of scenes that, to be honest, I was kind of over it. Just the previous season in Legacy, I'd played a similar suicidal yep. type, uh, suicidal Daniel type in a similar type situation. And in Need, the season before that, the confrontation was exactly the same, where he wanted to do something drastic and Jack talk him down. It was almost literally the same thing f- with me. So for The Light, it was more of a challenge to try and find a different way to do the same kind of scene than it was to actually do the journey. Oh, geez, that was timed perfectly. Thanks, Graham. Beautiful. Nice. Well well done, Graham. Jesus, is- he's paying attention this week. I yep. do I do enjoy that scene though where Jack walks in, there's that the phone's off the hook and there's that creepy American off the hook sound. We don't have that in Australia. Yeah. I think we've no, got a we variation don't. of it. Or we yeah, used we don't. to. Like Yeah, that one that, that one's like time. scream. It's very ominous like, that one. Yeah. Like I'm like I'm yeah. expecting like, to find someone dead. It's like know? the Wilhelm yeah. scream or yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah. But then on the balcony which oh, on the establishing shot of Daniel's building, there is no balcony. But anyway, yeah. Um, oh, it's like Friends. When that, he's that, on the balcony, that building uh, from the friend that Friends building doesn't actually line up to any of the windows that are actually sort of <laughs> in the in the in the um, set. I always thought it was kind of behind. Yeah, that facing building. the other mm. building. Yeah. Anyway, I enjoy that scene because Jack's like, "Oh shit, I can't grab him or he'll fall." And I think it's played really nicely when 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 Shanksy or when Daniel kind of comes to and he's like Jack mm. and he's like and then he kind of 
leap, uh, leaps over and grabs his arm. Mm. He's like, yeah, all good. I'm like, oh, that's Jack. Yeah. I don't know. I'll just, something comforting about that scene where I thought, oh, it's, it's all good. Mm. Jack's there. See, for me, I'm like, he doesn't notice you. Why not just creep up behind him? Wrap your arms around his chest and pull him back over the balcony. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a just beautiful dream right there. Just <laughs> don't let go, Jack. Just, <laughs> just grabbing him, grabbing onto Shanksy from behind and just pulling him in close. Oh, yeah. That's a wet dream right there. <laughs> but apparently, um, we don't need to bring Graham back in. But apparently, um, Shanksy like was literally ready to just be like, no, give give someone else my part. Yeah, like okay. I don't just like write this for Carter or Tilk or mm. someone like that. Yeah, um, Barber Carter could have had been, a bigger part. Well, it would have been good for Carter, I think. Yeah. Carter, yeah. That would have been really good. He goes, um, even though I had done it before, I really didn't want to do it the same way, obviously. So it became one of those situations where I was whining to the producers, I've already done this. Why don't you get one of the other actors to do it? Yeah. Uh, clearly recognizing the man's talents, Shanks was persuaded with the view, but you do it so well. So they uh, stroked the f*** out of his ego. I used to do that with Reese with the Super Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> Reese, set up the Super Nintendo. Nah, but you you're the it. best at it. Mm, all right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was they, last week. I'm a younger sibling as well, Reese. <laughs> so I know the feeling. Yeah. yeah. And then also, if I said no the second time, I'd get the shit beat out of me. Yeah, my mum used to do that with um, making cups Threatened. of coffee. Making so. making cups of coffee when I was about eleven or twelve years old. She told me to like make her a cup of coffee because I was you know old enough to be around boiling water and all whatever it was. <laughs> and it, I wasn't. It was like twenty five before I realised she was totally playing me because the first time I did it, she was like. Oh my god, that's the best cup of coffee I've ever had in my entire life. That is so good. It was instant decaf, like <laughs> yeah. with with milk and no sugar. It's it's like it's what you, you do. You with can't it. F- yeah. that up. Yeah, see, I, I still. But she was totally just like know. stroking yeah. my ego no, so that I'd that, make her coffee. That milk to water ratio is pretty important. Mm. Yeah. No, I, honestly, though, I've still got that lodged in my memory. A mutual friend of uh, of Brennan and I, even Reese, and he he's a big coffee drinker. I'm not at all. I still never had a cup of coffee in my life. And I had to make him one uh, years and years ago. And oh, we had instant. We had a real coffee machine at home. We made him instant. And he had a sip. He's like, oh, that's a really good cup of coffee. And I'm like, it's, it's instant I've coffee. had a scoop of coffee and it, like half a scoop of sugar, man. Like, how can I f*** that up? Yeah, yeah. Someone goes, oh, that's a really good cup of tea. And I'm like, that's even less work. <laughs> Funny. Like, when I, when... Is this, honestly, this is 10 years ago. And I'm like, you condescending prick. Like, I made you a cup of instant coffee. It wasn't good. No, I see, it so, was an instant cup of coffee. To me, a cup of tea is a work of art. Like you've got to know how long to leave the bag in there, how strong you want to have well, it. You know Move what? Saying like, don't take it out. Same, same friend's yeah. mother. Oh, I went over to uh, to see my mate, and, and Mum's like, "Oh, do you want a cup of tea?" And I'm like, "Oh, love one." She's like, "How strong do you want it?" I'm like, "No." First, she said, "What kind of tea?" And I'm like, "In the cup." What are you about? <laughs> a cup of tea? So like, like the liquid, not the dinner. <laughs> yeah. And after getting a full breakdown of all the flavors, I'm like, so English breakfast is closest just to regular black tea, which up until this point I thought was the only type of tea. Sure. She's like, how strong do you want it? I'm like, this is hurting my head. Uh, Why the, uh, what are you talking uh, about? Questions. Put like, a tea her, bag she, she in a cup. In, and then she'd put it on the, on the sink and she'd use it again later. And I'm like, oh, that's what, what are you oh, doing? Wow. No, yeah. I strained the shit out of my tea. Like I yeah. dipped it. Yeah. Then I squeezed the spoon up against the side of the thing and strained, dipped it to strain it. Like, I by like, the end of it, there was nothing left. Mel, who we used to work with here at the offices, yeah, she would like, she'd have a really weak 
Wig, wig, wig. She used to live in England. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, she had an English husband, but it was mm. like it was just like it was it was warm flavored milk. Is ah. basically what she drank. Welcome to Get Into Gate. How do you like your coffee? But no, yeah, man, it's Mitch, just come how to my good place. is this episode when you were just talking about Earl Grey's? Yeah, Mitch, come, <laughs> no, come, come to my place, Mitch. We'll do tea right. I've legit got one of those like wooden boxes with the glass anyway, back top. Anyway. <laughs> with the uh, pardon that interruption. With the uh, with the different little compartments with the different flavored tea. Ooh, um, all over that fancy. Chair. Yep. It's like you're expecting like a, an array of guests, you know. Like I just never know what I'm going to feel in the mood for, mate. Um, I didn't. I did, I did notice that when Jack went back to the planet again, he he said, "How's Daniel doing?" And General Hammond says he slipped into a deep coma, <laughs> as opposed to a regular coma. A deep state of coma. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is a deep coma. They had what? to make they had to make up for last week when Teal'c was talking about <laughs> Kelner Reaming, but uh, without going into a deep yeah. state. Of and we just, yeah, I, I, that's what I was about to bring up. He said oh, I couldn't complete my Kelner Reaming. I'm like, obviously, mate, you went deep. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is the first time we've heard you going into just just base level Kelnorim. So yeah. it couldn't have, you couldn't have needed it that bad. Yeah. I am that angry when I can't complete as well. <laughs> I think the thing that I noticed most about this episode was that how easily distracted they were, and it was quite frustrating. Mm. But I get that all the time with my kids if they're on their friggin' iPad or their TV. <laughs> I'll say their names, mm. and they have no idea that I exist. Like humans have that in them where they are so easily distracted. Even myself. Like the other day I was at work and we're working in this room. My mate goes, I've got to go get this equipment. I'm just, I'm actually doing get into gate stuff. (laughs) And then he comes back into the room. Yeah. He comes back into the room, dumps the stuff and goes, I've got to go to the toilet. And I was still charging along. And it wasn't until like a minute after he left again, I was like, oh, is he just here? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, this kind of makes sense that how you would, if it was, if you're actually getting high off it and it's, and it, and it looks, I mean, it looks great even through the TV, mm. but how addicted we are to gadgets and we're just so easily distracted. Yeah. We need to be, mate. Living in this f-ing world. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Watching what? This just episode. on my phone. What did you guys say? <laughs> yeah. uh, I, love, I love getting distracted buy my phone when my intent was to go on my phone and do something else. Oh yeah. Like I'm like, oh, I've I've got to uh, I've got to check that email or like I was for work I had to set up an interview and I'm like, oh, I've got to go send that text message. So I pull out my phone and there's a notification, Ooh, notification. from one of you blokes <laughs> on the messenger chat and I'm like, "Aha, good gear to detachment to a video. Watch yeah. 3 minutes of video clip. That's fun. Shut it down." Like, "Oh shit, no. I'm meant to do what that thing. Open it back up." <laughs> And then as I like close down the messenger app, I see that I've got a couple of Twitter notifications. Like, oh, I'll just have a look at Twitter. It doesn't, go to, it doesn't go to my notifications page. It comes up with just my timeline and there's like some horrible things going on in American politics. I'm like, ha, ha, ha. I'll just go back through and see what the people I follow think of this. Ha, ha. Good gear, Ricky Gervais. Funny. Yeah. Those people that killed that animals are c- <laughs> hilarious <laughs> shut it back down two hours later I'm like holy shit I still haven't done that yeah. work uh, I do that for the when I'm cooking the kids something in the oven I hate using the, the bell timer on the oven so I use my phone so every time I'll <laughs> shove the food in turn it on go on the phone to, to do the timer you know put on 10 minutes and then I'll see a notification and just be there and be like something's burning <laughs> I've just gone shit I didn't put the timer on and then, yeah, exactly the same thing. Put it down yep. without putting the timer on. It's ridiculous. It does come in handy when you're walking through a shopping center and then there's annoying guys that are trying to like grab you from walking to sell you oh, something where you should buy raffle oh, tickets my... for a car that they're never going to give away or whatever it is. I feel mm. like I've mastered that 
You know, and depending oh, oh, on, I just start yelling at the kids, and they don't want anything to do, do with it me. Is, if you're if you're looking at your phone, they'll still grab you. Yeah. The only way they won't is I'll actually hold the phone up to my ear and pretend I'm having a conversation. Oh, that's that's basic level. Yeah, you've, you've <laughs> got to do that, and I've done it. But you got to you got to do it smart. You know, you got to turn it on silent, mm. so you don't want to be caught out in case they still grab. Oh, no you. one calls me, so it's fine. And you got to have a one way conversation, and yeah. I'll have it. And it's a weird conversation. I'm so always so stressed when I walk past them. But <laughs> the best one is like Brendan said, you've got to have your kids rather than me. Oh, I did yell, but I was genuinely yelling at one of my kids the other day. But is when the kids are there and they're running through the shops, I always mm. run ahead and I'm like, don't run away from me. Walk with me. Hold onto the trolley. When I can see those people ahead of me, I'm like, wait, James, run as fast as you can. <laughs> <laughs> and then he runs and I wait until he's well past those guys and I'm close enough to them. And I'm like, don't run. James, come back. Now, buddy, I've told you. And I'm like, nah, mate, you're good. That was, that was so, man, you were so good fast work. right there. <laughs> good on you, boy. Fist the... pump. Like, I think he See, knows I what he's doing. I don't need kids to use his props like that. Yeah. I've been huh? stuck in those situations and you're right. It's a one, it's a one-sided conversation and you're not even listening to what they're saying. You're just thinking, how am I going to get out of this? Yeah. yeah. What I am just, I going to yeah. say to rack off? I usually just keep walking and go, no, thanks. Although there's, there was this one guy, I was walking past, he's like, hey, buddy. And I go, no, thanks. And he goes, what's your favorite Chinese meal? And I go, cream of some young guy. And just <laughs> kept walking. I was like, oh, this is the best moment of my life. <laughs> no, it was here to see it. I love getting the, the really like the, the, um, like the fresh meat guys. They'll, they'll go like, oh, g'day, how you going? And you can just go, yeah, good, thanks. It's just as you keep walking and yeah. don't break your stride. Just mm. like, mate, rookie error. You <laughs> yeah. made a mistake there straight away. Yeah. You're giving you me a chance a... to answer yeah, something yeah. without yeah. stopping. Yeah, yeah, because that, that's the, they just stare at you until you look back at them, like mm. as if to say, "Why the f are you staring at me?" And they go, yeah. "Hey, mate." And then say, "It's like, oh. yeah, you can tell the veterans because they're just straight into the conversation." Oh. Yeah, I hate the ones People, that are like, oh, what a cute baby. And I'm like, don't. Don't butter yeah. me up. Yeah. But yeah, he is. He doesn't like talking to you either. What are you, a pedophile? Yeah, Get out of here. <laughs> Don't make me blow my rat whistle. <laughs> People I knock on my door all the time. Even though I've got that sticker that says do not knock, they yeah. still knock. And um, I'll, I'll go oh, and I didn't know that the, existed. Oh, yeah. Don't knock. Go to your local counsellor's yeah. office. Um, and just then print it. You can get it from, yeah. mate, you can get it from a sticker. <laughs> yeah. A note with a backwards K. <laughs> Off. <laughs> yeah, d knock here, die. Just go, just go, just go it, to the letterbox number section of Bunnings. They've got them there. You're yeah, fine. Nice. Oh, nice. But yeah, they knock on my door and then they'll, you know, they do the spiel saying they don't take a breath. They don't ask you questions. They just keep talking at you. Mm. And I'll stop them. I go, excuse me, what are you selling? And they'll, oh, just no thanks before they even finish <laughs> telling me, like, not interested. Have a great day. Yeah. So the guys in the shops, I love, I, I do anything to walk past them, but then I'll, I'll walk past them, actively avoiding them with every means of uh, of my ability to go to Coles to do grocery shopping and then I see a guy like I did yesterday giving out free like juice samples I'm like please stop me please stop me please stop me please stop me <laughs> and he's just sitting there like what's the point <laughs> and he doesn't stop me and I'm like man I really wanted some of that apple black currant juice <laughs> one time. but I don't want to go and ask because then I see him like hey man I'm just here for free samples can yeah. I get one for my friend as well <laughs> <laughs> kids you want some juice <laughs> no I'll have three <laughs> you know what I love about this episode here we are like the, the good chunk of this episode that is about them getting distracted and that we unintentionally it was in what look, like we sat in a pre-production <laughs> meeting going hey let's go off on random tangents but because we didn't like this episode so much we went yeah. off on like 17 different annoying uh, tangents like you said yeah. so finding ways to distract ourselves from this horrible absolutely episode. this is fantastic yeah so we don't want to jump into a kawoosh mm. can only do it once oh no this is the <laughs> highlight of this episode for me was when jack comes back to the base and Dan daniel's in on his deathbed and he's starting to get the shit smashes the thing and Fraser's yeah. like, Colonel, 
Are you all right? What kind of a dumbass question is that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh my! Every time I watch it, I rewind it because I just love that. It's so brutal. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I didn't mind um, Hammond versus Jackson though. That wasn't too bad. You know, it is beyond my comprehension how anybody like yourself who has so much power can miss the point entirely. Hey, hey knock it off! It's all right, Colonel. This letter is to Lieutenant Barber's family, explaining that he died in the service of country. I've spent the last two hours on it. I can't tell them anything about how he died or anything about the work he did here. Only that he's gone. Do you get the point? Mic drop. Yep. Yeah, right that's so good. But yeah. it's like Daniel being pissy at the start. It's like that could have been a scene taken from last week when he was evil Daniel. Yeah. Like That's what I feel easily. like last week was kind of a repeat of the week before where it was... You know, the alternate timeline thing from the week before. And then last week was, is this one or not? No, it's a bit of a dream sequence with an evil Daniel. Mm. And then this was like, well, you got a little bit of an evil Daniel type thing going on again. So it's just like they really sort of flowed in. Like if you had yeah. some, like if that was, you did like a three episode marathon of those three. Like it would just, it would, there was, yeah, some weird repeats, I think. Just some Shanksy creeping in there. Yeah. I think that's mm. what's happened with And that. I, I couldn't even listen to the audio commentary for this one because, A, I didn't want to sit through the episode again, <laughs> and, B, it was directed was Peter West. So I was like, oh, yeah, he's, he's not as boring as Andy McKeita in terms of commentaries, <laughs> but I, I ain't sitting through it. I don't think I've picked yeah. up on that guy's name before. Is he... I think he's originally like a second unit or an AD or yeah. something like that, and every now and then he gets to um, direct an episode. So of this I'll... isn't his first crack? I don't think so. Yeah. I'll double check. Is it his last? I think the thing no, that... No, it... he's a... He's like a permanent, like even when he's not directing, he's like a, um, uh, what do you Gopher. call it? No, no, no. He's like, he's, what do you call it? The, the camera operator. No, like the, the fluffer, the lighting director or something like <laughs> that. Cinematographer. <laughs> Cinematographer. Yeah. Something like that. I'll look it up. Hold on. Lighting Focus director. puller. Um, no, he's higher up than that. Why does why does General Hammond need to spend two hours on a letter? Wouldn't he have just like a default <laughs> letter from the SG one yeah. outbox? Anything SG- less than SG eleven outbox, <laughs> I mean. Anything yeah. less than SG three, he's like, that's oh, a template job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like if someone yeah. if it's like major haircut gets killed, he's like, No, nah, I'm working on this. Yeah. You know, yeah. Clear my afternoon. <laughs> it's like SG four and below, it's like oh. Any mentions that it's like them. he can't he can't tell their family. Yeah, like anything. what's happening? What like what mm. he's been doing or anything yeah. like that? So it's like, well, what what could he's it be writing? Dead. Maybe that's why it took him, you know, um, two hours. Two hours to do it. He's trying to think of something else. Like, was, I'm, uh, I'm sorry that I selected him to come over to the program mm. for only to kill himself. And Colonel just Colonel at the end of that meeting goes, "Can you just put down that he owes me hundred bucks <laughs> to the <laughs> family?" <laughs> Director of photography. That's who Peter West is. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Director Family's like, can we at least Peter have West. dog tags? Photography. Ooh. Is that best. cinematographer? That's cinematographer, isn't it? Director of photography? Um, oh, yeah. Like pretty a, much. Oh, yeah. yeah. Probably the same thing. Oh, yeah. The, the, the director of photography is under the cinematographer tab right. of his IMDb. Right. He did 94 episodes um, as Jeez. director of photography. He di- ended oh. up directing 11 episodes of SG-1 and one episode of Atlantis. Oh, shit. He did eight, eight episodes of Sliders as well. Oh, well, hang on a second. Credit where credit's that's due. That's got to be our Absolutely. next podcast. Holy if we can find shit, somewhere yes. to watch it. Mate, I've got the first two seasons at home on DVD. Yes, I do. Three and four might be a bit hard to find. but might have to, <laughs> We might put that to like a like a, a listener or a Twitter poll or something like that because Brennan and I, I think, are kind of set on doing Farscape next. Mm. But sliders mm. isn't too bad. I'm not sure how a two man podcast will go. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I know how a two man sliders podcast will go. <laughs> Pretty awesome. Absolutely, <laughs> writes itself. 
What if you could travel to a thousand different worlds? Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. Take me, Jerry O'Connor. Oh, Portable <laughs> Stargate? Say no more. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I thought oh, you guys were tied to the one place. I thought you guys were threatening on uh, on Twitter the other day that you were going to do a Star Trek podcast with me after Yeah, that was now, a joke. You know what would be Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> do a Star Trek podcast without you. How annoying. It's oh, funnier God. if we get your hopes up. <laughs> <laughs> The so, whole thing is just box of shame because Manny's so Speaking of James Phillips, obviously this is his only writing credit. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this episode, before going to the planet, uh, O'Neill says that they will have to go through MOP 2, which is mission-oriented protective posture level 2. Really sounds like someone wanted to call it MOP. <laughs> <laughs> but in fact, when they go through the gate, they're in Mop 3, guys. Oh, idiots. Oh, my God. Oh, what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you say Classic. it's his only writing credit. Like, it's his only writing credit. Like, he does this. They're like, thanks to Tommy. He's like, okay, back to accounting for me. <laughs> It's time to find out if Reese has been paying attention. Yeah, get this right, India. Some trivia questions here. We've got five, I say five questions. Do they relate to this episode? Look, I'm not going to say that (laughs) this week. (laughs) Are they gimmies? (laughs) Absolute gimmies. Are they short answer questions or essay questions? We all know Uh, the rules. Not multiple choice, that's for sure. 30 seconds on the clock. Your time starts... At the end of the first question. After the... What? Yeah. True or false? Mm, true. Triple nine four two Apophis is a large moon that was named in 2005 by astronomers David Tholen and Roy Tucker, uh, both fans of the show. Don't know if that was sure answer. Yeah, true. False. Oh, well... I'm it's it not a moon. It's a, <laughs> It was an asteroid. That's a true In the episode, the light f- happened to <laughs> Lieutenant Barber. <laughs> Uh, you got kabushed. Correct. Which SG team died? Five. Why did Lauren's parents die? Uh, the, the lava lamp. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that. According to Tilk, what do the children of the Tari enjoy despite having no function? Gun, toy guns. Correct. And birthdays. So. <laughs> that was a f***ing ridiculous question. I'm like, well, as you were saying it, I'm like, the second guy's last name is probably wrong. Like, <laughs> like classic you. And I looked down when Reese answered it, and we'd used up 15 of the 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> They're short answer questions. They're not, just not short yeah. question questions. Oh, it's 50-50. <laughs> True or false, when I was at home so, by myself last night yeah. watching this, uh, I was eating... Salt and vinegar chips and drinking a bourbon. Correct. <laughs> True. Ah, idiot. Uh, False. Onion. False. It wasn't just a bourbon. It was all the bourbon. Oh, oh my question. God. That was so fun. Uh, yeah, so triple nine four two Apophis is a large asteroid. Uh, that was named in 2005. Because yeah. these guys were and fans of the show. Part? You said it was a moon. I said it was a moon. So, right. gotcha. Well, that's the moon. <laughs> it's a... Technically, it's orbiting a planet right now, so. No, it's not. How do you know? It's orbiting the sun. Well. So. So do planets Inc. and and moons. Moons orbit planets. Yeah, and planets orbit suns. Yeah. And suns orbit God. Good call. Uh, <laughs> in the. In the... <laughs> Yeah. We'll so Lieutenant, this. Lieutenant Barber committed suicide via Vortex. SG5 died. Lauren's parents died 
from withdrawals, or I would have accepted they were idiots. Or drowning. Mm. <laughs> yeah. the Did they drown, though? I thought they just kept running. Uh, in, into, into the water, water and then their bodies <laughs> washed up on the how beach how do you keep running in water <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's why they drowned <laughs> oh, how did he die exactly they were idiots how did they die <laughs> they ran to death <laughs> <laughs> the f- <laughs> <laughs> they forest gumped <laughs> yeah but then they fell into a deep deep coma <laughs> yeah just at the beach a hundred metres away idiot. was there a sign hate you hundred metres this way you're a f- Oh, yeah, they with the asteroid <laughs> question. They, they can't have gotten out too far if their bodies washed back up on the beach the next day. Yeah, but Lauren is shit at digging graves. We've come across that. Lauren, maybe he was great Lauren's at the tide. also shit at being an adolescent. The yeah. tide maybe just come in. Probs. And piled up rocks directly yeah. behind oh, them. Mate, that were... And, uh, yeah, dynamic. colourful weapons that have no function. So, anyway, this is what Daniel Jackson has to say. <laughs> Reese, your father made you wrong! I'm pretty sure that's genetic, though. <laughs> never wore that bright. <laughs> One of the great quotes. You stupid son of a bitch. Oh, right. I'm, I'm, yeah. Poor All right, that's episode 84 of Get in a Gate. We apologise, but hey, we had some fun. Hey, we didn't write it. No, we apologise for the episode. (laughs) We apologise we all had to go through it. But hey, that just means we get to move on next week, uh, episode 85, Prodigy. That's on the next Stargate SG-1. On the next Stargate SG-1. I have never before encountered anything like it. Cool. They came to make first contact. What is it? We think it's some kind of energy-based life form. They thought they came in peace. What are you doing? They're harmless. They thought wrong. Hello, Neil! What? Those things, they're, they're attacking Dr. Thompson. Now, when a mysterious life form turns hostile... These walls will not protect us on you. Carter, we got about 15 seconds. And fighting back isn't an option. If he makes a run for the gate, he's risking his own life. If he waits, he risks everyone's life. Go! O'Neill must sacrifice himself. <laughs> Richard Dean Anderson stars... On the next Stargate SG One. Well, that was basically the whole episode. Don't bother tuning in next week. Yeah, that's that's summed it all up right there. All right, until then, you can find all of our old podcasts on our podcasting <laughs> channel. Search "Get Into Gate," a Stargate <laughs> podcast. Find us on the socials. Like, subscribe, share, all that sort of gear. Stay in touch with the show. Get into Gate. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or I drop us a line, getintogate at gmail.com. You can be part of the show, contribute Absolutely. behind you can, the you scenes. You can follow the light to Patreon. Bang. And uh, jump on board with that, patreon.com forward slash getintogate. Yeah, I mean, if you thought some of the tangents we went on in this episode were special, wait till the ones we've saved for the exclusives. Oh, yeah, you can thank us later. Uh, individually, you can find us, Mitch underscore Lewis, on Twitter and Instagram for myself, Matty. Yeah, hi, Pitch Matty. Let me know which episode's worse, this or Bloodlines. Okay. This one. Yeah, this one. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't for you guys. It was for people on social. Oh, right. But, um, they, can, they can agree with I us. I thought if I went this <laughs> and First Commandment, it was all obviously going to be this. So I thought I'd go a little bit higher than First Commandment, but not that much higher. So that's mm. why we bloodlines. Mm. So. Good story. Brendan. At the Brendan Gibson. And Reese. I'm at the Flying Gibson. See you back next week for episode 85. Oh. Prodigy. Oh, we should have fired off some Firestarter. I can yeah. do that. From the band Prodigy. Here's something I prepared earlier. Get into geek.com.